I really like daffodils. They're yellow and cheerful. Ours have white petals around the yellow center. They seem to be smiling, even laughing sometimes. This makes me think of that TV show as a kid, The Magic Garden. Remember the chuckle patch? As you probably know, because apparently most people know this and I just learned it, daffodils also have meaning. As some of the very first flowers we see in springtime, their appearance tells us winter is over. Some meanings given to them are what they represent, rebirth and new beginnings. But is it really all on one color flower? I mean, look around. I also saw tulips, red and purple ones. And as I walk nowhere up the road in the morning, I pass our red Japanese maple. Red is incredible. Remember I did an entire episode on the color red? Then around the bend, before I even see it, I smell a lilac tree on a neighbor's lawn and then see the purple in the lilacs. I believe this flowering is a signal from nature. I am here. I am present. I am proudly part of this world. This is happening. Enjoy me if you can, but I'm enjoying being here nonetheless. Yeah, it's not luck that it's here. It's confidence to bloom. And you know something? Any time of year, especially right now, you just can't take it for granted. I'm Matt Zucker, and this is City It, learning to live and love life in the Hudson Valley. Episode 67. Everybody, well, mostly everybody, knows June is traditionally Pride Month in the U.S., and much, but not all of the world. This is different than LGBT History Month, which is in October and coincides with National Coming Out Day. Back in episode 20, Very Local Pride, I talk about how Brian and I met at the Pride March in New York after marching with my parents, and then marching later in Tivoli's first parade 20 years later, and the beauty of it in a small town. This year is anything but small. Pride is back with a vengeance, celebration, activism, a bit of relief, of worry, of excitement, and a lot of purpose. While New York City's Big March is the last Sunday in June, much of the activities across the Hudson Valley start the very first weekend, which is why I'm getting this out ahead of time. Friday, June 3rd, the flag goes up in Hudson at 7.30 p.m. in Hudson City Hall. Hudson's March down Warren Street is Saturday, June 4th. Also Saturday, June 4th, Stanford, New York, has its first Pride celebration, starting with a proclamation reading at Stanford Town Hall at 12.30 p.m. This is followed by a community barbecue and live music at 1 p.m. in Stanfordville at Bangleworks. You may remember hearing about Bangleworks and meeting Steve and Tom who run it on episode 49. Sunday, June 5th is New Pulse's March, followed by the Hudson Valley Pride Tea Dance. Saturday, June 11th is the March in Poughkeepsie. Sunday, June 12th is Albany's. 
Saturday, June 18th is Pride Plus in Calicoon, their first ever. And Sunday, June 26th, well, you know that's the father, mother, Gunkel, and Liza Minnelli of all marches, Pride in New York City. Actually, there's a lot more. So much that I put up on cityat.com, a blog post with activities across dates and towns of whatever I could dig up from various sources. So go have a look. There's a link in the show notes. Now for this episode, I didn't just want to rattle off a big list, but I wanted to hear from someone at the center of pride, someone I'm proud to have just met. Ocean Zotique is executive director of Out Hudson and the co-grand marshal of Hudson Pride. If you're following the news, you may have also seen that Ocean just announced a run for Congress to represent the new 19th district. This is historic. To their knowledge, Ocean is the first trans non-binary candidate to run for national office. Amazing, right? Ocean and I talk about pride in the Hudson Valley, about pride at this point in the pandemic after a multi-year hiatus, about LGBTQ contribution to the upstate's community, economy, and culture. I learn about forest bathing and how this year's pride is an opportunity to take that COVID stickiness and, well, dance it out. Hey, Matt. Thanks for coming on City It. Wow, what a pleasure to be here with you and talking about this upcoming summer in the Hudson Valley. I know, I know, and Pride so too. I mean, and you're like a Pride celebrity, being co-marshal. <laughs> what's your what's your stature? Yes, I'm the co-grand marsha of the Hudson Pride Parade, and um, also I'm invited to be the co-grand marshal of the Dutchess County Pride Parade as well, separately from our Hudson. Oh, so both. there's a number of celebrations all around Hudson Valley. So the return of Pride's a, a big deal right now because we've really had a couple of years off both in Hudson and om- almost everywhere. There've been some small celebrations where people were, were able to. What feels different to you? What do you think is special about this year? So this year, we are now able to have mass gatherings somewhat more safely than we did in the past. Out Hudson did have a few celebrations the past couple of years, but we did not have the parade and we did not have our all our traditions. So I think what feels different is that there's this sense that we all deserve a little celebration. We're all so ready for this from what I'm hearing in the community. It's time, the time has arrived to fully step into Pride season in all of its uh, glory, in all of its self-acceptance and there couldn't be a better time to do that, even in a climate and landscape of transition to in the larger society and everything that's going on as well. Is there um, a theme for this year? Yeah, the Out Hudson theme this year is out of this world. And so there's a there's an alien, fun, outer space, choose your own alien gender identity sort of realness category that's available. And it actually was the theme of the pre-pandemic parade um, of the last year. So we actually carry that through line all the way through from 2020. Oh, that's so cool. My husband and I marched in Out Hudson's parade three years ago with Jeff Beals, who was a progressive candidate. And we marched on Warren Street, like next to a convertible, and he was JFK, and he had Marilyn as drag queen next to him, and we were all running alongside, and it was super fun, but it wasn't another world. It was another world back then, for sure. And, and the political aspect is still very present, I would say, as queer activists, those of us who are involved in 
supporting and advocating for the community know that there are still a number of um, challenges and struggles facing the LGBTQ community. And so we're present for that as well, advocating for trans kids and queer kids to feel uh, more comfortable in their school environments, advocating for all different other issues as well. Any remaining homophobia or discomfort in the community around our existence and visibility and sort of well-being, we continue in that in that work as well of kind of cheerfully and joyfully educating our communities about who we are and the gifts that we all have, whether that be creating beautiful decorations, beautiful space, you know, performing with so many talents and gifts that the queer communities bring to the Hudson Valley that really are such a lifeblood to the economy here, tourism industry, and everything that makes upstate so special is partially related to LGBTQ ingenuity and talent, in my personal opinion. Yeah, I know I agree with that. And I, I don't know if you'll agree with this, but I always find, and maybe it's because I grew up in the 80s and I was marching down Fifth Avenue and I met my husband on Gay Pride and my parents marched wow. with me. And I also feel, and maybe it's the shadow of AIDS, but I feel like it's celebration, but it's also what you said, the activism. And sometimes people forget there's also a little bit of, of, of fight in it. And I like to remind people that this is not just pure celebration, but pride in terms of channeling that energy towards action and 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 demanding and i think that that people forget that yeah i really hear you and particularly as you said in the past before some of these equal protections were finally put together it must have felt different i would say that in my experience pride still matters very deeply pride still matters for the youth uh, teens and younger folks whose brains are still developing, they still feel kind of different and other. And it's important to give that visibility to young folks to show that the incredible diversity of the queer community, queer families, queer grownups, queer kids, queer teenagers, it's very important to be there, just to sit there and be and show off. You never know what kind of impact that's gonna have. and. In fact, in one of the most recent prides, we had a couple of upper middle-aged adults who actually came out, who actually hmm. experienced a realization of their own sexual orientation or gender identity or something and kind of came out into themselves in a new quantum leap of some kind by attending Al Hudson in, in, in recent years. So oh, that's amazing. Yeah, I think just being who we are and making ourselves really visible, it has an effect. And what should people expect this year, especially without Hudson? I mean, there's more, there's more than just the parade. So we're, uh, the city of Hudson is celebrating National Pride Month by raising the rainbow flag over City Hall for the entire month of June. In addition to that, Out Hudson is uh, sponsoring the parade on Saturday, June 4th at 2 p.m. And, um, that's gonna be a really beautiful, family-friendly, safe, fun mass gathering where we will we will all prance down Warren Street together, led by Mayor Kamal Johnson and myself as co-Grand Marshals, or as we affectionately call it in Out Hudson, Grand Marsha, after Marsha P. Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> we also have about 14 other events 
in our lineup offered by our, our community event partners. For our introverts, you could look forward to a Thursday night, June 2nd adult coloring club at Wild co-working space and cafe. <laughs> it's going to be really cozy and beautiful featuring local art. Also, the Hudson Eye Festival monthly recess series is going to showcase a local queer artist, I think a writer, in a salon on Sunday. For our more, the dance parties, all the bodies is a beloved annual tradition. Also, likewise, Poke the Bear down at Hudson Brewing Company is an after party right after the parade spills into a Poke the Bear beer party. Uh, for those so inclined, and uh, Trixie's Drag Extravaganza. Also nearly stationary at Hudson Hall has a Pride edition on Saturday after the parade too, which features a really gorgeous ballet duo and the music of uh, gay composer John Cage. So there's many different vibes that you can seek out while you're at out Hudson Pride. And I put up a blog so, post yeah. with a lot of these activities and stuff on Cydia.com so people can go see those too. And how'd you get this great gig to be a co-grand Marsha? Well, this is a unique year. And I came into the directorship about Hudson during the pandemic. We really went through so much change and transformation as a as out Hudson, as a city, as a region. And so there was this conversation about how to do this year, how to do that moment of coming out of the shadows of the quarantine and just simply keeping it down home, keeping it hometown. And, you know, with, with some appreciation of the leadership throughout the pandemic, we, we reached out to Mayor Kamal, who is our youngest mayor in Hudson history, our first black mayor in Hudson history, and who got elected during COVID. And we were so happy to connect with him and then we just kind of felt that we would include me as well to, to co-marshal and sort of preside over festivities that we want to have be brought back and to be feel safe and to feel really seen in the community. So Mayor Kamal and I will be sort of overseeing the celebration together. And I'll be wearing my Marsha P. Johnson flower crown with a lot of <sighs> silver. Great. So that's all I'm going to leak about my outfits. I have multiple outfits planned. <laughs> I love pride because it brings the community close together. I always found historically there was a lot of segregation within the gay community, you know, between men and women, generations, and there was a lot of visibility for trans community. It was very segregated and pride is a moment where people can come together and rally and get to know each other and have shared purpose and shared values. and be yourself, but as part of a family. And I feel that great energy from allies. And I like to feel that from other people around me too. So I look forward to that in pride. Totally. So many different valuable subcultures or sub communities, or I don't know what to call it, like within that rainbow spectrum and within that alphabet of all the different letters. So we all get to kind of make new connections. Youth are going to be marching right in up front with the first spot there. And we have our, our queer elders. We have a big range of floats marching in the parade. And I mean, for me personally, and around town, from what I hear, Hudson is really like the P-town of upstate. We're really getting there. I think that it's a really architecturally significant town. 
with multiple generations of queer history dating back to John Ashbery, basically our own private Walt Whitman, poet laureate. And we have multiple generations of gay and queer history in this city. I hope that the entire queer and ally community across the entire Hudson Valley becomes activated, motivated, inspired to build community, to build bridges of solidarity and to stay active in the community safely, respectfully, obviously, with activism, with awareness about important issues, registering to vote, volunteer in the community, any last remnants of that weird COVID stickiness that may have gotten lodged in our bones as a queer family, I pray that we can all dance it out together this year and to emerge fully from a quarantine mindset into the future. Excited to share that Hudson Valley Kitchen Design Center, an area expert for kitchens, bathrooms, pantries, offices, closets, and yes, even home movie theaters, is now a sponsor of Cityit. Now, when you've got a room to rethink, refresh, or reimagine, you know who to call. For Cityit listeners, just mention the podcast to save $500 off a project of $5,000 or more. See recent projects and fun on Instagram, HV Kitchen Design Center. Visit their site at hvkitchendesign.com or call 845-615-9410 about a consultation. Links also from cityat.com. Thanks, Hudson Valley Kitchen Design Center. I can already feel Brian dialing your number. Now back to the show. So tell me more about Out Hudson and, it, and its history and, and what it's about. I'm sure not everybody knows it. They know the parade, but they may not know the organization. Pride is a month, you know, and it, the entire month of June is National Pride Month. But Out Hudson is actually an about 13 or 15-year-old nonprofit that actually serves the Columbia County, New York community and was founded by a group of queer leaders to help support and advocate for the visibility and quality of life of queer people in this region. At a time kind of before we had marriage equality and a lot of the protections that we currently have. So they really went out and began this process of putting together an organization to do the parade, to run a festival of additional programs and also to create a scholarship fund to send one graduating 12th grader per year a scholarship to the college of their choice. They really laid the groundwork for a vital advocacy nonprofit for queer folks in Columbia County. And one of our prior directors, Charlie Ferrusi, is the grandson of a beloved mayor He is active in the LGBT advocacy space, and he notably was the first non-female homecoming queen at Hudson High. So I believe, if I'm not mistaken, about 10, 12 years ago, he and his boyfriend, I'm pretty sure that they were dating at the time, got elected together for homecoming. So, and he was the queen And that was just a really big celebration and a big, interesting moment in that public high school district in the city of Hudson in upstate New York. 
And then our other outgoing director before me, the two co-directors before me, Rich Volo, also known as Trixie Starr. And uh, Trixie has been coordinating drag and various queer community in Hudson for many, many years. And she's currently uh, running a special website called Trixie's List, where she keeps an eye out for all the important local happenings. I got a very nice write-up on Trixie's List about my podcasting workshop. I saw everybody reads Trixie's List. And of course, she's selling cookies for Ukraine, which is just the most fantastic. Oh, nice. Nice. And what's your relationship to Hudson and the Hudson Valley? I am a first-generation American. Most of my family is from Cuba. And uh, my mom was born in Cuba and came over as a child. And I was born here. I grew up in Atlanta and came up to Lincoln Center, New York City, um, spent a lot of time in Hell's Kitchen and all around the city for school, college, and a little bit after that. And then I made my way up to this region after receiving a job offer from a prep school in Berkshire County. And Berkshire County was wonderful, but it wasn't, I didn't feel called to live there. I felt called to live in Hudson, the energy, the architecture, the Hudson Valley really spoke to me in its combination of history and wildness. And so I, I've lived up here since my mid-20s. I've been up here uh, for about six or seven years and uh, transitioned through teaching, grad school, yoga, teacher school. And most recently, actually something kind of interesting happened. I uh, am the first, to my knowledge, trans non-binary person in U.S. history to run for national elected office here in the 19th Congressional District of New York. So the community has really it's amazing. made me welcome, and I'm trying to give back and really make a crack in that glass ceiling for the queer community. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for thank doing you. that. I mean, it's so important when people, you know, are, are first and 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 do that because then others can, you know? Yes, and I know that you know, and there's so many examples of that. I mean, Shirley Chisholm running and many different other examples in the queer community that somebody kind of has to be the one to sort of come out of the cake, if you will, and just break the ice um, and get that process going. And I was shocked after running for a local position that I, again, to my best Googling, to my best knowledge, not a single trans person or non-binary person or anything has ever served in national elected office. So we're going to change that. We announced and we're, we're running and we will see what happens. So I, I ask everyone, my, my brother-in-law got me to ask this of every single guest is what is your favorite secret hidden, not so secret place in the Hudson Valley, if you have one? My favorite place to eat is Lil Deb's Oasis. <laughs> of course. It's a queer owned yep. restaurant, which has been nominated for a James Beard. It's incredible, but that's not so secret. Where do you go to get inspired? So my secret spot that, that flashed to mind for this is actually um, just outside of Hudson in an adjoining town. And it's called the Wan Dharma Center. It is a um, Buddhist temple and retreat center 
set on multi-hundred acres of rolling pasture and fields and meadows with like a glass brutalist sort of temple and building and the hiking trails and grounds are open to the community at various times when they're not hosting retreats and stuff and they teach specific schools of meditation as well and it's just a place where I've gotten so much solace and so much peace just forest bathing basically wait just what's for what's picnics. forest bathing what's forest oh bathing? yes let me put on my yoga teacher hat for a second forest bathing so walking mindfully through the forest or through the woods potentially like removing your footwear if you want to feel the soles of your feet on the mossy earth or on the grass you can then begin to co-regulate your nervous system with the literal earth and you feel your feet on the earth and you take slow steps and maybe you keep your arms out by your side and you just sort of tune in and drop into the forest, to the soil, to the grass, the trees, and you soften your gaze and you introvert your awareness and you just sort of go into that space where you're not doing a New York City power walk to the A train, which I've done, and you're not doing a hike exercise. You're actually slowing down and tuning in and sort of bathing in the essence of the forest, the chlorophyll, the green light, ah. the, 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 the trip. Yeah. And it's so nice. healing. It's so restorative. I want to go forest bathing. Yes. Come. It's not on the pride lineup, but we can arrange that. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks Ocean and out Hudson, as well as Stanford pride, Duchess pride, big gay Hudson Valley, and many other groups who contributed to the info on the blog post. I'm really excited for Pride. Brian and I are going to march. There's Hudson, there's Millbrook, there's Stanford, there's Calicoon, New Paltz, Pittsfield, and more. And when it's all over, you know what I'm going to do to relax and recenter myself and restore. Yup, forest bathing. I'm Matt Zucker. Happy Pride and thank you to all the allies out there. I hope you know how powerful your presence is. It's a big month in the Hudson Valley, Catskills, and Berkshires. These are challenging times. But as Ocean said, we're going to dance it out. Come visit. Down in the valley, moved up from the city. It's a new way of living, and I'm trying to get used to it. One park, Google's have an ounce of an idiot. Ordered a Manhattan, and they call me a city, yeah. I'm a city, 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 I'm a city.